All right, look, a lot of people are going to ask me why I had Donnie on the show, and I just want to say that, man, um, everybody's going through their own journey in life, and sometimes it's not the brightest path. And I think by raising awareness of these things, we can get everybody on a brighter path. When you understand the way broadly, you can see it in all things. So, with that being said, y'all, I hope you enjoy this. Um, keep an open mind. Donnie's a human, having a human experience. Cool. What the fuck is up, everybody? What's up with that? I got Sad Breed here. What's up, dude? Right on. Cool. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I... Seriously? I mean, I would have done the same thing probably. Yeah. So then what'd you do? There you go. You heard it from the man himself. <laughs> What's up, Donnie dude? Leviathan. Yeah. Man of many faces. I That's definitely the the craziest intro we've had, for sure. Yeah. 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 The whole, like, idea, right, is that my music's, like, super sad, right? And I write about, like, the demons that haunt me. Okay. But a lot of, like, another thing is, is like, we all go through shit. But a lot of people don't know how to talk about it because you ain't tamed your demons. Sure. But I tamed my demons so good, he can just come out, he can just walk around. Yeah. You know, that's, like, the whole thing, you know what I mean? You learn that demon language? I guess. The breeze and the gutturals? It's just more of a thing of like, um, it's supposed to represent like coming to peace with yourself. Yeah. Like inwards, like your bad stuff, the shit you've been through, and being able to just like have that out there. And just like talk about it, just like this. Like don't even like worry about it, you know? Just like yeah. bring it up, talk about it, and just being able to do that. You should be able to, honestly. You know? like, yeah. Exactly. No one talks about it. Mm. Like, whole image. And then it's yeah. also like, you don't know me, right? Motherfuckers be scared of the devil shit. And so they'd be like, I don't like the devil shit. And I'm like, okay, I guess. Like, yeah. I'm like, hello, how are you? They're like, fuck you. I'm like, uh. Whatever. And it's the same people that are like, don't judge me. Well, you think your image is just a little off-putting? Um, I do, but it's the thing is, is we're in an entire culture where everyone is, it's so just mainstream to be like, I accept you. Yeah. I accept you. I accept this. And so I like pushing boundaries and I like to be like, but are you really accepting? Yeah. Do you really, do you really not care? You know? so, so is that the whole purpose of the, yeah. the head tattoos and all everything? Just to yeah, push all the boundaries? I don't come from a space of like sacrificing babies. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I don't, I don't like chop chicken suds off or like drink blood, you know? No, I, mean? I think it's sick, honestly. You know, the forehead tattoo's sick. It's a Pokemon. No shit, let me see it, dude. It's a Cubone. No shit, yeah. I just realized that. So do you know what Cubone's Pokedex entry is? No. So Cubone wears the skull of its dead mother and cries itself to sleep every night. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. And so, like, my mom, like, 
killed herself, and mm-hmm. she had a, like a rose with my name next to it. So that's the whole. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's cool. That's deep. Crazy shit. This is my first interview, so this is the first. Awesome, dude. Well, thanks for coming on and letting us be your first, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I just kind of stumbled upon you on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy you did. You guys are sick. I really like the setup. Y'all are trying really hard. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. We've been doing it for, it's like our fifth month in it now. Oh, really? Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah, yeah. We're just getting started. You got me like the perfect time. I'm just like, I just got an article in Elevator. That's coming out this week. I was in Cali Post like two weeks ago. I saw ago. that, yeah. Yeah, and then I um I have like my first drop. I just got signed to like management and got like my own producer and all this shit. Fuck yeah. Shout out Smoke Instrumentals and like Juice Carter and all my management and shit. I forgot I was on a podcast as I was just talking. Yeah. Uh, but that's dropping on the 23rd too. So like. That's awesome, I'm dude. opening for like Oni Inc. in November and Eddie Baker. Like all these big ass moves. So you all like caught it right before the tidal wave. That's sick, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did you get started in the whole music scene? You remember the 2016 Double XL Freshman Cypher? I mean, I'm. Okay, man, I haven't really paid attention to the the Double XL Cypher in a long time because everyone's just so weak on there. Lil, if you know what I'm talking about, you if you know what I'm talking about, Lil Uzi, right? Mm-hmm. Denzel Curry, Twenty One Savage, you know. That's a heavy lineup, though. Black. That's a different lineup. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That one. That was the year I started rapping because okay. I watched them and like they just that was like the first my real like deep dive into like modern rap because at that point in time all I was still listening to was like Eminem and like nineties yeah and yeah and shit like that like early two thousands and I heard that and I was like I can do that I can do that so I started off wanting to be like Eminem and Lil Dicky and my rapper name was Benny Pooh just like clever lyrical bars and just, just like trying to be I yeah. guess I was terrible I have no natural talent yeah. Zero, this much. I was, like, not good at all <laughs> when I started. Entirely. Like, I literally like, would sit down and, like, write down Eminem's lyrics and, like, sit there and, like, stare at him. And, like, when I was in, like, fucking high school and shit, I'd, like, we'd, like, go over the rhyme lessons and I'd be over there, like, with my fucking worksheet and, like, the fucking lyrics. Yeah, studying the rhyme scheme at all. Yeah, like, figuring yeah. out all that shit. Mm-hmm. So, that's really it, you know? And then what really made me, like, dive into it was I, like, got kicked out of my house and I was, like, 17. So, I was living in, like, a shed and right on. with like my big ass dog and I had this whole shed I sleep in this corner and all I had was like a laptop and a blue snowball microphone yeah and so every day I'd come home and like I was still going to school and I was like living by myself going to school working at Sonic doing all this shit and um I come home and just record terrible music <laughs> not good not good at, at least all. you're honest dude oh dude it was shit it yeah. was terrible and you know what the worst part was is that i was like oh i'm gonna blow up yeah I was like, that's oh, what everybody thinks so first song that popped off that like people were like oh dude you can kind of rap it was called 666 on my dick yeah i got 666 tatted right above my dick now just to remember <laughs> that i said that's how i said like suck my dick like a sippy cup all i rap about is my dick so why aren't you on it yet hey bitch listen up Jesus. Like cup. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Dude, uh, no, yeah. Like no meaning behind that shit. Nothing. Yeah. You know? No, I, I used to be in a metal band, and my vocalist, we we started a song, and it was literally him just saying "suck a dick, bitch." Oh yeah. And it, that's how the beat would start: "suck a dick, bitch." Suck a dick, oh. bitch. And it, that was literally the start of the song, and oh, yeah. it was just super stupid back then. But yeah. You know, I mean, as long as you're having fun. Yeah, that's all it was. I mean, it was just super fun. I don't, at the end of the day, I was having fun. You know what I mean? I got something out of it. My friends that were around at the time thought it was cool. It was a cool little thing. It was actually one of the first songs I ever, like, performed. It got me, like, one of my first shows. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's a matter of, like, just looking back to what I make now. You know, like, my morals as, like, an artist and a person. Because, like, I started music with the intent of, like, just wanting to, like, blow up. Just wanting money. Just wanting all that. Mm-hmm. And then 
I realized that like what I like to do as a person isn't like what's mainstream. You know what I mean? Like what I like to do and like the things that I've gone through in my life that inspire my music is like not mainstream at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless you're watching like Criminal Minds, you know what I mean? And you like the backstories of like the serial killers, then like you don't want to hear about like my shit. You know what I mean? What was it though? What what made you ch- change from? I'm not even cap. I, I was my ex-wife didn't like me rapping about bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's how it started. My ex-wife was like, "You can't rap about bitches." And then I was like, "It's either bitches or I'm sad." Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you know what's cool though is that before that I had never written sad shit, mm-hmm. and now like I'm not with her anymore, and so I just do both. You know, I can be like, I've been chilling at the party. I've been fucking all these hoes, and then be like. But I cut myself too. <laughs> you gotta have dynamics, right? You know, yeah, yeah. How how'd the whole the sad breed name come about? So, a couple of reasons. Number one, my rapper name before that was Sharon Gami, and people couldn't pronounce that. Like when I went to like performance stuff, yeah, okay. it was like Sharon Gami. Right. And so I was driving home from Denny's, right? Because I was working at Denny's and I was working overnights at Denny's, and people were really mean to me that night really rude just obnoxiously rude right and i was driving home and i was like humans are a sad breed motherfuckers just mean for no reason yeah it's 3 a.m and i work at denny's that's a true assessment though yeah you know what i mean like you don't care about nothing else do you like mm-hmm. at least in the moment you know what i mean i'm not saying like these these people that were being rude are bad people they were just having a bad night you know what yeah. i mean but it's a matter of like a couple things of it had happened that week that made me finally realize like i feel like a big purpose of mine is to like with my music is to help people take a second and like look inward before you like go assess situations and take action. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the same thing of like before you look at me and you judge me. Like for example, right? I was in Deep Elm the first night. I got the whole costume together and I went around with my buddy and we handed out business cards. Dude, some people were like, "Oh my God, you're so cool!" And I, I do a minute people start talking to me. I take my mask off, whether it was positive or negative, right? Yeah. I'd say, "Hey, how are you doing?" You know, I talk to him. I'm Donnie. Nice to meet you. And some people would just be like. Fuck that devil shit. Get the fuck away from me, all this shit. Yeah. And then I'd take the mask off and be like, hey, how are you doing? And they'd be like, fuck you. And I'd be like, <laughs> you know, I'd be like, I'd be like, why though? I just was asking people. I was like, why? They were like, I don't fuck with that devil shit. And I was like, what if I don't fuck with your God shit? And you got a cross on your shirt, or you got Jesus, you got a Jesus thing on the back of your car. You it's the same I mean? thing. Or you got people that come knock at my door and talk about Jesus. Mm. You know what I mean? And it was like the same thing. It was like, you know, I go to Green Elephant for the open mic shots at Green Elephant. Love you guys. Uh, but there's a lot of Jesus rappers there. There's so many people that go in there and they come up and they go, oh, well, I'd like to thank God for this. Yeah. But like in the backyard, they have like My Lord Inc., literally. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I go over there and there's people there that are like, fuck this devil shit, fuck this devil shit. And I was able to say, I was like, do you realize that like you're God and you rapping about God makes me feel the exact same way that this makes you feel? Yeah. You know? Because I grew up in church. I went to church every Sunday. Every single fucking Sunday. Catholic. Boom. I know the Bible. I've read the Bible five times fucking over. Dude, I'm the same way. I I grew up in the church, too, and, like, I'm just totally not opposed to it, but I just totally have no inclination to it. See, my ex-wife's family was hella Christian. Yeah. Like, over, above, and beyond. They didn't like me specifically because of the forehead tattoo. No other reason. Oh, I'm sure. To the point where when we got married, they crashed the wedding and told the cops that it was a satanic ritual. I'm not making this up. A satanic ritual, and I was sacrificing her daughter to Satan. Fuck yeah. Legitimately. Hell Satan. Right? <laughs> like, That's not what go- what's going on. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. 
and it's just the way people use religion to just try to get away with yeah, shit. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm reading a book called The God Delusion right now, and that's, like, the entire book is just, like, crazy shit. Like, there was a thing I read in there about how a church was able to legally use, like, um, acid, basically, and, like, MDMA, yeah. because it gave them a higher understanding of the Bible and God. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, M- MDMA would probably give me a higher understanding of the mic, you know? Maybe some paint, you know what I mean? I mean, but shit, I they don't even have to pay taxes. Exactly. You know? you know what I mean? It's like, shit, let me pop a pilly or, like, do something <laughs> legally. Uh, okay, like, Jesus, I guess, you know? Right. I don't know. No, that's a good point, man. As far um I saw that you do uh, jiu-jitsu or MMA. What do yeah, yeah. So I've been doing jiu-jitsu since I was eight years old. No way. And I've been teaching since I was 12. Until oh, like, you teach, too? Until, like, nine months ago. Okay. Yeah, so I got a second-degree black belt in Taekwondo and Okinawan Karate, and then I have a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That's sick, dude. So I did, like, amateur fighting, like, right out of high school um, for, like, three months, like, two fights, 2-0, oh, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, <man>. Perfect record, right? <laughs> like, almost not, because, like, my first match, I, I, I like, scissor kicks a lot. Yeah. I just with people. I was going with this dude that had way more reach on me and all this shit in my first fight. My dumbass coach goes, dude, with the scissor kick. Right in there, dude, the scissor kick. And I go to scissor kick that motherfucker and he just grabs my leg and just like slams me down like Hulk did Loki. Yeah. Fucking Avengers. I was like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? But I caught him on the triangle when he came down and it was like a fucking like one minute like tap. So we good. Yeah. Almost died. You still keep up with the MMA and shit? Uh, So I tried. I recently tried to go back to like um, Brazilian top team in Richardson. Shout out. Go to Brazilian Top Team. They're really cool over there. I just work a lot. I don't have the time. Right. Their classes, they're really serious over there. They got, like, world champions that train over there and shit. And their classes are, their sessions are, like, three hours long. Damn. And so it's, like, I want to do that. And that's exactly what I want to do. I'm just working on my life to, like, make the time right now. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been trying to go. Jake goes to a Muay Thai gym. And he, he's been trying to get me in there for a while now. BTS footage. We need a spar. I'll come through. I'll come right. to spar you. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we should do that. We, we should make that happen. Sad breed part two. Yeah, Seriously. Part three, I'll bring you to the Jits place. Right. I got an extra key. I got no jiu-jitsu experience. That's fine. Right. That's fine. I'll flip you around. Right. <laughs> I'll flip you around. You got, you, I mean, you make videos. You can edit. You can, like, make it look like you kick my ass, right? I don't think it works like I mean, you can just come here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they make those AMVs. Like, you know, they make, like, Momoshiki AMVs from, like, Boruto. Like, Momoshiki, like, low-key once Naruto and Sasuke popped out, got his ass beat. And, like, all these motherfuckers make AMVs of, like, that fight, that part of the fight with Momoshiki. Yeah. They make him look cool, yeah. but he got his ass rocked. Yeah. So, you, you know, you just, you know, we roll for, like, three hours, and you can get, like, 30 seconds of footage. Of, like, <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Like, teach you, like, one judo flip, and then you could like, put that in a loop. Yeah. <laughs> over and over and over. Yeah. You got your ass beat by sad breed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tried to do like private lessons for a little bit. Yeah. Right before I started teaching at this last gym, and I called it Donnie's Dojo. That's cool. Yeah. So I'd go to Donnie's Dojo. I made like one of the, I don't even have it anymore. I made like the cringiest like commercial. I was like, hey, you want to kick ass? <laughs> Are you looking to kick ass? <laughs> I got a forehead tattoo. I can teach you how to kick ass real quick. What's up? Hell yeah. I got a I got a Pokemon on my forehead. I got huge nuts. Let's fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
No, dude, if I saw that, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to his gym. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. He, he confident enough to have a Pokemon on his forehead. That karate doing something. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so when you're in the studio, do you have like a whole process or anything? Do you where are you recording at? Is this at your house or are you going to a studio? So I have recorded at my house for the past five years. Yeah. I just got signed to like a management thing, so now I'm recording at Ascension Studios in Seganville, um, with Smoke, who's like my producer and he does all the beats now. So Sad Breed's a band now. Oh dope. It's me and Smoke and he just does all the guitar and all the beats. Right. And I do that you know what I mean? Um, but before that, uh, it was just kind of buy beats and rip beats off of YouTube. Yeah. And then just throw it on there and go from there. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's a process of, like right now, I make my best songs when I either write them in three minutes or I write them in like three weeks. And so that's the process I'm in. If I don't, if I don't feel a song, like if I don't feel a beat within the first like 10 seconds of listening to it, I don't do it. Yeah. And then if I feel that beat and I like that beat, I commit to that beat and I either sit down and I write a song in like two minutes to 10 minutes or I really take like three or four weeks. Like let's say it's like a weird beat. Like I'm working with this one right now that my producer gave me called Ghost and it's really solid. It's just the BPM's a little weird, a little different than I do and like right, the right. a little different. So like I love this fucking beat and it's going to hit really hard and it's like really good for writing like long drawn out screams and shit um but it's like i just haven't written like that in forever and we're really trying to hit more death chord than rap okay and so like a lot more like exaggerated screams like Mm -hmm. if you took like attila and lil peep and then like bring me the horizon but like old bring me the horizon like pray for plagues okay like put that together dude that's a heavy lineup that's i dig that relative yeah you know what i mean and then i also like at least right now I do hella different shit. The EP I just dropped before this called Haunter was like emo country rap. Oh, okay. Yeah. You always been diverse like that and just yeah. kind of jumping around shit? Different voices. I worked at like a, I really like, I just found my rapper voice, which is like really deep when I really want to rap and shit. Yeah. And I was working at a call center for like a really long time and I had to call for donations for state troopers. Mm. I don't sound like a cop. I don't sound like a state trooper. I can't get donations. But when I talk about this, I sound like a cop. I talk about this all day. <laughs> I get on that phone, I was like, yes, yeah, it's Donald Maddox, I'm going to fight fundraiser with SAI. And see, this is how I rap. My rap voice. Yeah. Yeah, so I can, I can see that here, talk about this, but there's an interview if I want it. I really should have just laid with this. <laughs> I wish you did now that you're doing it, honestly. Yeah, that would be so funny. <laughs> I mean, take the fucking mask off after going, you know yeah. what I mean? Take that off and then start talking about this, like, hey, y'all, how you doing? Yeah. You know, I like match with a chick on like. So you did that the whole time at that job? Oh, yeah, all day, every day. That's fucking wild. Yeah, I was all day, every day. I'll go through the thing with you. I'll be like, yeah, this is Donald Maddox. I'm a paid fundraiser with SAI. I'm calling you for the Texas State Trooper Association. Uh, the I'd already hung up. Was just, uh, sir, the <laughs> was just to let you know, Texas State Trooper Association just kicked off our annual Trooper Booster Public Support Campaign. The way we handle this is by mailing all the donor material out to you first so you can read over it and send your donation back after you receive it. You have all this memorized. Yes, sir. I did this every single day. I'm just calling to make sure our troopers have a crowd support that I can mail those donor materials out to you. Jeez. Okay? I'd already hung up on you. Would that be okay? No, man. <laughs> 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 Sir, I completely understand your financial situation. Now, that's why we have our all-star package set aside at $25. Oh, man, let me get a drink. He said, just keep in mind, sir, uh, your, your uh, funds do help state troopers and their families in times of need and crisis. So can I go ahead and send that packet out for $25? I'm, I'm good, man. No, I'm good. <laughs> Listen, dog. Uh, 
sir, I may I understand you may have to go talk to your husband or your wife. Uh, may discuss the situation with them. If I can just get you to commit to ten dollars today, now listen, listen. You go walk down the street. You go find a lottery ticket. That's a winner for a million dollars. You cut that in half. You send that back to me. Either way, that ten dollars will go a long way. You go ahead and send that out to you. <laughs> you really tell people this shit, yes, sir? <laughs> and you know what they always said after what? that? Go ahead and send it out. Really? Yeah, because you know what? I got paid whether they paid it or not. You know what I mean? So they were just mm-hmm. like, "You're trying, mail it." You know what I mean? Like, fuck you, mail it. Yeah. Like, my address. I couldn't do that, dude. I couldn't work in a call center like that. How much I got paid? In the minimum wage? $9 an hour. Fuck. I sat there all day next to just meth heads. <laughs> Every yeah. single one. I was the only one in there with teeth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I believe you, dude. I, I couldn't do that shit. I'd, I'd fucking kill myself in that place like that. Yeah. yeah. It was wild. And then after that, I made tacos. Mm-hmm. Like Killer's tacos. In Denver. Oh, right on. I see some sweet bands come through there, probably. Oh, yeah. And that's where I got married. What? No way. So that's where they came and said that I was going to sacrifice my ex to At Killer's Tacos? <laughs> that just makes, that took it to a whole other level. <laughs> you know how much I paid for that wedding? Like a hundred bucks. Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred. You know what I mean? I was like, okay. I should have sacrificed that bitch to say that. You know what? At Killer's Tacos. That's crazy. Yeah. I should have done it at Killer's Tacos too. You know, I should have gone back. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, t- tell, talk to me about, like, um, getting started in, like, trap metal as far as, like, um, you're screaming and everything. Does, did, has you always just been screaming? Did you start a metal band? or? So, no, I've never been. Well, because I was in a band for two weeks, and then that didn't work out. Okay. Um, but, I don't know, I started, like, I was really, really into, like, Pray for Plagues era, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, fuck you yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, Suicide Silence. Mm-hmm. Like, so, my goal, I want to be, like, the Mitch Lucker of trap metal. Oh, dude. So, I just want, You're like, putting yourself up there. I know, but, like, the thing is, is, like, all these dudes, like, their vocals are amazing. You mm-hmm. know, Tony, his vocals are amazing. These guys' vocals are amazing. But a big thing that artists just in general now focus on in the trap genre is just rap. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just very fast, very fast-paced. Every single bar you can get as fast as you can go. And that's fine. I love that music. I get lit to that shit. That's fine. But my stuff isn't necessarily for, like, it's for mosh pits. You can punch people in my fa- in the face to my music. Yeah. But you're thinking about some shit when you listen to my lyrics, and there's a reason you're punching a motherfucker in the face. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying these other artists are writing without reason. I just prefer to slow it down so you can hear my lyrics a little bit better and really hear what I'm saying. And we like to put that over like a much slower down tempo trap metal and things like that. And it's just all these trap metal artists are nrrr, and I'm just trying to bring it back, slow it down. And that's how I'm trying to be different. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but that was big things for me are just nasty drops too. You know what I mean? So I was like, what if we just make the nasty drop the whole thing? Dude, bring back the drops, honestly. There's a song I did with my buddy Deathstream called Inside the Mind of a Homicidal Penguin Named Kevin. Right on. And there's a whole drop, and he goes, you know, uh, Into the Hellfire by Lorna Shore? Mm-hmm. So the last drop, he just does a whole pig squeal, just long. Oh, okay. Just yeah. drawn out. And so it's like, you're about to die. And then everything goes quiet, and then it comes in like half tempo from what the whole song was. The same thing, just for like a minute straight. Just yeah. Like the end of it. That's and brutal. We did it. So he came from Colorado, right? And we had performed this song three days or three times in two days. Yeah. And so we did a thing where <laughs> at the beginning of the inhale, it's him. And then it switches. And at the end of the inhale, it's me. And so when we performed, most of the places we were performing only had one mic. So when we did that, we were able to like pass the mic yeah. together and just finish it. And that was like a really That's big clever. part of it. Hell yeah. So it's like a big fucking like quarter of the song. It's just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. 
Jesus. Weird, though. I mean, I was always just the screamo kid. You know right. what I mean? I'm like, I'm always just so interested in that. Did, were you like in the highs or more gutter rolls when you I've started? Always Ollie Sykes. Okay. Ollie Sykes, Ronnie Radke, Mitch Lucker. Mm-hmm. Three top three biggest. So those are more highs in my opinion. So Ollie and Mitch's highs for sure. Yeah. And I got my lows from Ronnie Radke. Right. So you know, like, uh, you know, Falling in Reverse? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, Don't Mess with Ouija Boards? Uh huh. You know, Don't Mess with and he just like his lows like suck but they're good because of how they suck you know what i mean because he's just very much pronunciating and you don't do that on lows yeah you know what i mean it's like you know exactly what he's saying it's just like okay right we're pronunciated and that's just that was the song that made me start practicing my lows yeah, I could never do that shit, man. The first ones I learned were the Pray for Plagues ones. Yeah. You know Pray for Plagues, right? Oh, yeah. No shit. Just don't you know the lunch of your calendar. Just not gonna read, but just I'm sick. That's kind of crazy when you're looking me in the eyes and doing that. I'm much, sound, I'm much more sound like Donald Trump. <laughs> you said I got flustered and I got... <laughs> See, I'd be like... I'd be driving in D-Bum. I just got this big-ass fucking truck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, got, I bought that truck, and I went straight to drive through D-Bum because I know I got pretty eyes, and there were bad bitches out there because it was a Friday night. Okay. And so I rolled down my window, and I'm just looking at chicks. i just eyeballing them. I'm like, that's all you got to do to bitches. You know that? That's all you got to do to chicks. You got to be really, really nice. You be really, really nice, and you look them in the eyes all the time. That's it. That's the, the Donnie method? That's the Donnie method. Be genuine, be nice, and look them in the eyes, and that's it. It's not bad. That's it. Yeah. And, and, and you know, like, it's, it's, most, some motherfuckers need to hear this. It's obvious if they don't want to talk to you in the first 20 seconds. That's true. You know? So if you're shooting your shot and it misses, and, and it, it, it just over there, you know what I mean, misses in 20 seconds, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Then when you go up, when you get up, when you get yourself up in a little bit better situation, she probably already on your Instagram and shit. She gonna see that. She gonna be like, oh. You know what I mean? She gonna be like, I can't believe I curved him. I can't believe. Yeah, that's it. I was cruising through Deep Elm anyway. I was four chicks, right? And I was I was looking at the end of Deep Elm, and I looked at one of them in the eyes. And she looked at me in the eyes, and they were walking. And they just, the whole time, and then all her friends looked at me in the eyes. And I literally, <laughs> I like got out of my truck, like leaned out of the window and just kept staring at them. Hypnotizing eyes. I should start doing that to chicks. Just start looking them in the eyes and going. <laughs> Just hypnotizing. <me. laughs> I think you're gonna scare off a lot more. I don't know. I mean, some chicks. Some chicks might be into it. I don't know. If you like Donald Duck. All right. <laughs> you were speaking on the Bring the Horizon shit. Who are some other like influential artists now that are out there, kind of pushing the scene for you? Oh my God, Kim Dracula. Yeah. Listen to Kim Dracula. I know. Yeah, Kim Dracula, Oni Ink, Oni Ink, favorite trap metal artist of like literally all time, and he's my buddy, and it just makes it, dude. My favorite artist right now are all my friends, and it's like, like that's awesome though. Like, top top one right now, Oni Ink. Second one, Death Room, and those two like Oni Ink. I've never met him in person, and we're not like best friends, you know what I mean? But definitely consider him a buddy. You yeah. Know what I mean, I've been talking to him about a year. We have like two collabs. Um, I'm opening for him on his tour in Dallas and in Houston, so it's like. I think we're cool. You know what I mean? Sounds like it. Um, and then Death's Room literally has, like, flown from Colorado, and, like, we've gone to the studio together. Like, we're really good buddies. Let each other borrow money type of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, homies close like that. That's what's so, up. I guess besides that, 
um, I don't know. I listened to the same music I listened to when I was 13. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, you, like, literally, like... I'm kind of the same, though. I'm, like, stuck in 2005, dude. I listening to on the way over here. Everything from that whole era, like, when I started skateboarding is, like, what I still kind of listen to. I was... Okay, not that, because that doesn't count. I was listening to Violent Bounce by IC Stars on the way over here. Okay. So, if that... You know what I mean? Like, if that doesn't... And let's see what came on before that. Let's just let's just go through a dive because I know. Okay, Cult of Thra by Ghostman, and then before that was Bones Exposed by Of Mice and Men. Yeah. And then Come On Everybody by Eminem, and then Online Torture House by Resting Scary Face. Have you heard of Resting Scary Face? No. Bring Resting Scary Face on here. No, I haven't heard of that. Scary Face. Uh, he's my buddy. You need to look him up. Just just hit him up. And link link it up, man. Yeah, oh, shout out. Send it to you. Scary boy, you better thank me for this one. These are cool guys. They got a lot of liquid death in here. And <laughs> thirsty boy. Yeah, shout out liquid death. What's up? Yeah, sponsor this man, Tony Hawk. Sponsor <laughs> this man. You know what? We'll make commercials for you. I will literally throw an entire show where we can all just act like we're getting fucked up off of liquid death because I love that that's their entire brand. Yeah, yeah. I love that all their commercials are like, hell yeah water <laughs> have, have you seen the commercial where it's like all the kids like drinking it and they're like they're acting like they're all drunk and shit <laughs> <laughs> that's like yeah. it i watch um i think either i think it's drew gooden had a like i watch youtubers and shit and mm-hmm. he had a whole video on how liquid death is just like water yeah uh, it's, it's great dude you know they, they have the greatest marketing campaign out right now dude when i when i like want to feel like i got a little money i buy liquid death right you know, like when i want to feel like a little bougie like you get that two fifty dollar water. It's like I'm a mover, you know what I mean? It's like I go, I had a long day at mm-hmm. work. I just moved a whole big house, and I'm going in, and all I want is a water bottle and a monster. And so I grab my monster because that's no debate. I get the same monster every fucking time. What kind of monster you get? Normal fucking mo- you green. I'm dressed right you get now? the green monster? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, I, I used to punch holes in the wall. I understand. <laughs> no, 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 dude. Look, like, I, I'm right here with you, dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's got like the Java. You know yeah, what I mean? it's still a daily habit, though. What kind of car you drive? I have a truck. Okay, okay. Yeah. You need to stop drinking the job. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do you say that? I'm just fucking. I just need to. The, the, you just need to like drink the ones that you know taste like gasoline. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mine as well, right? Yeah, that's what I always say. Like I, I love the. I like the uh, lemonade ones. I haven't tried those. The lemonade ones with all the fishes on it and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Florida, so like. A quick way to sell me is put a fucking fish on it. You know what I mean? Dude, if you put a Texas flag on something, I'm going to fucking buy it. Yeah. like <laughs> You know, I saw a bunch of motherfuckers. I was driving today, and I swear to you, I saw four motherfuckers with the Texas outline on their trucks. And I was like, I'm going to go get a Florida outline just to piss, <laughs> just, just to piss some people off. And you will, too. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like, you know, like, my yee is like, um, like swamp yee you know what I mean? Okay. Like when I put a cowboy hat on, I want to hop in a fan boat, not on a horse. Right, right. You know? I grew up like St. Augustine and like Hastings. Okay. Swamp Boy. Yeah, Swamp Boy. Hell yeah. Swamp Boy. Fanboats and alligators. Fuck yeah. I used to live. My mama said. My mama said. I used to live like right next to this river that like went down to the inner. It was the intercoastal and that went down to the Matanzas River and that went down to the Atlantic. Okay. And there were alligators. Used to hang out in the river and I probably once a week. My mama and one of my stepdads, you know, pick or choose which one, had to go down there and... Uh, <laughs> Dude, I feel you so much, though. Had to go down there and get my dog off the fucking alligator. No way. Yeah. Yeah, you hear about the dude that robbed the Wendy's with the alligator? No. Yeah, School me. Motherfucker pulled up at the drive-thru. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
With a little baby alligator? Yeah, he said, I'm going to throw this bitch in there. You know, give me 20 bucks. <laughs> just 20? I know. Just uh, I know, I know, I know. I hope. You know, that'd be, that'd be funny. Though. I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, that's the truth. Water bottles are expensive out there. It's a tour. It, well, it depends where you're at. I grew up in St. Augustine, which is the oldest city in the United States. Okay. So, crazy touristy. You know what I mean? Water bottle is $17. It don't make sense. That's crazy. It's not actually seventeen dollars. But still, they they do that shit tourist traps and you stuff. Know, it's like when you go to like Six Flags. Yeah. Like seven dollars. bucks. You know what I mean? It's like why? You know. Mm. I know a business concept for major corporations are like that. You want one unit to pay for the whole pack, so they want one water bottle to pay for the whole twenty-four yeah. pack. You know. What yeah. I mean? You can go to Walmart and get get the whole twenty-four pack for exactly four dollars. Exactly. That's how I feel. You know, throughout the day, I buy a couple water bottles. I buy three <clears> water bottles. I spend. You know, three, four bucks, it's about five the, bucks maybe at yeah. the packs. I could have bought a twenty-four pack for that. Aldi, they're fucking four fifty something. Right. At Aldi for the whole twenty-four pack, I've been like, I'm just gonna get a cooler, get that. You know what I mean? It makes more sense. A little bit. Dude, I'm gonna take you into a segment that we do called Hit or Shit, and basically, I'm just gonna name some shit, and you tell me if you like it or not, if it's a hit or if it's shit. Okay. All right. So first thing, Game of Thrones. Never seen a single episode, and I pride myself on that, so I have no clue. I like dragons, yeah. So hit just because I know people like it, but like I've never seen it, and I'm not gonna watch it. Okay. I've also never seen a single episode of The Walking Dead for the same reason. I'm not a big fan of that, really. I didn't really I, like. It's that. not that I'm not a fan of either, because like I play multiverses, and like one bitch from Game of Thrones is in multiverses. You know, like I like her, so okay. I guess I consider myself like a fan of Game of Thrones. But it's like I'm not gonna watch the show specifically because of how many people are like. Yeah, yeah. People are like, yeah. Is it too trendy for you? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's all right. So y- you you kind of spoke on this earlier with that with that snowball mic, uh-huh. USB mics. Is that hit or shit for you? Hit. It's a hit. Hit. If you want to make music, you go to the, you go to your local pawn shop. You can find a snowball in that bitch. Hell yeah. I got my first snowball for fifteen dollars. That's cheap. I made the fir- I made my first hundred songs. I made my first hundred songs on that blue snowball. Fuck but yeah. They don't break. My dog picked up that blue snowball, ran around the house with it, and they don't break. Yeah. Don't give a shit. You Dude, can keep that blue snowball all day. One of my favorite stories is, like, the Beastie Boys, um, they recorded one of their songs on, like, a pink Hello Kitty mic. Yeah. And it's, like, on the album, really? and it stayed on there just because it sounds sick, you know? But you can record on fucking anything, man. It don't fucking matter. Yeah. You know Lil Peep recorded most of the stuff he blew up on on a pair of Apple headphones? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He recorded most of his, like, original shit just on a pair of Apple Just right here with it. Yeah. That's sick. He I makes, didn't know that. Yeah, I think uh, I'm not sure if he makes this stuff, but if he did, I think I heard that he did it with his earbuds too. And this shit always came out like clean as shit. Yeah, Apple's making some good shit. Yeah, so, I mean, literally USB mics, like a big thing with art and music in general. Don't trip about what you can or can't afford. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you'll get there. You know what I mean? A big thing is like when you're talking about USB mics, most of the time we're talking about younger artists. We're talking about the 16, 17, 18 year olds, the ones that like. They aren't the type of people that can just be like, hey, mom, buy me a mic or like get me this for Christmas. You know, they're getting to the age where they want to make music and they have their own funds to do so. Yeah. 100%. Get a blue snowball because you know what? You keep that blue snowball, you save up your money. You go back to that same pawn shop, you sell that blue snowball back, you get 10 bucks, 15 bucks, and you buy yourself your next mic, $100 yeah. mic. I definitely like recommend that you go from the blue snowball to $100. And if you can spend a $100 mic, that's all you really need. I mean, really, yeah. First phase. I got the SM7B specifically because, like, it's very good for how wide, like, my vocals are and how diverse I am. Right. You know what I mean? And I didn't have the mixing knowledge, you know, because I've done everything myself until now. 
and I didn't have the really knowledge on how to mix things and shit. And that mic, you know, it has switches on it. You can boost your highs and drop your lows on the mic. Oh, that's cool. So I just did. I just do that. It's just yeah. like my auto EQ. And like, dude, for the first like fucking six months of having that mic, I didn't even like EQ shit or anything. I just like mastered the track and threw it up. Yeah. Do you take that mic with you to live sets? Uh, no. I no. Don't. You I just use the I one that's there. About performing with an SM7B. Mm-hmm. I could, you know. No, I do. I, I. So the reason I don't bring my own mic anymore, right, is because the first time I went to the Green Elephant, I brought my own mic. Yeah. It had bright purple duct tape around it. I used to do like this, the old emo spinny thing. Fuck you yeah. Know what I mean? And so I'm on there, I plug it in, and the DJ doesn't notice I plug the mic in. That it's my mic. And so I start performing, I swing it, and he cuts my shit. He goes, No, 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 don't do that with the mic. And I was like, It's my mic. Yeah. He's like, Oh. Because after that, I was just saying, mm, Fuck it. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? Y'all have better mics than I'm going to bring attached to, like, duct tape to a wire. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Have the shit duct taped to a wire. You think I care about it enough? You know, I'd much rather just, like, be funny and, like, hold the mic different ways. And yeah. I, like, will hold the mic by the cord and, like, dangle it like this and just scream into it. Stupid shit like It's that. all about being a showman, man. Yeah. You got to do shit like that. Yeah. I appreciate that shit when you go and see someone flipping around mics and shit. Oh, I have such bad social anxiety. I have such bad anxiety. Like, crazy. You feel better on stage? Yeah. yeah, and it's crazy because I'll like go out to a show and I'll be off. I'll be like, I'm not gonna do anything crazy tonight. I'm just gonna get up there and I'm gonna perform and I'm gonna you know do my thing. Like I went to a show the other night, um, and I wasn't even supposed to perform and I was able to get like one song and that was the same thing. I was like, I'm gonna go up there, I'm gonna perform this song, and then I was watching the videos of me performing it and I was like, I like kind of went off a little bit. Oopsies, you know. Yeah. What I mean? But it's just because I've watched so many live videos of like Ronnie Radke, like. Old Bring Me the Horizon, like, live shows, you know what I mean? I've gone to Warp Tour, mm-hmm. watched how they do it, and, dude, they're all the best front men are always just... No, when I saw you, I, I was definitely thinking of Mitch. Yeah. Like, for sure. Yeah, my... For how I perform on stage, big inspiration is uh, Raised... Okay, you know the music video for Raised by Wolves, by Bring Me the Horizon, or um, Falling in Reverse? I don't remember it. So, go watch the video for Raised by Wolves, by Falling in Reverse, and how he is on stage in that video is, like, a big thing of how I like try to be you draw a lot from that yeah definitely yeah. that i don't know why ronnie just has a lot of very just leg movements and shit and i do that a lot you know because i'm white and i can't dance <laughs> you know so it's like that's the only way i'm gonna catch a fucking beat you know yeah, what i yeah. mean so right on so. all right so next one on the hitter shit list is liquid death oh hit Dude, grab you one if you want one man yeah grab some olive sparkling water you know what i'll take a sparkling water it matches my whole thing here. Even I prefer matches, the white ones. That's just me. It even matches the, uh, it just matches the swag. I got a little white on, a little black on, a little there gold you go. on. You know? Let it all hang out, my, man. Got all my shiny rock bitch shit on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You like, uh, you believe in like witchcraft and like shiny rock things? I think crystals are, uh, they hold energy. Hell yeah. For what sure. What kind of crystals are you into? Do you know enough? I don't know a shitload of it, but I mean, just scientifically and like, they obviously hold frequency and energy. Yeah. Do you believe in like a spiritual connection though between like that and like maybe high, like and like separate energies? So like for example, like I I'm much more of like I grew up in like one of the most haunted cities in the country, so I'm a very big like paranormal ghost boy. Okay. I've had like a lot of people fucking die. You know what I mean? And so I use like I use a lot of amethyst, and I also believe in like bad energy affects me a lot, so I use a lot of obsidian. Right on. You know I mean? and so yeah, no, like, I mean I I got this this tiger's eye. Oh, there you go. I've worn this for a while now. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I just got this the other day from uh, Earthbound. It's a amethyst worry stone. 
And so, like, my uh, my mom, like, just killed herself in mm. July. And, like, my dad, my, like, dog, like, died. And my best friend killed herself. And, like, you know, I got a divorce and all this shit, crazy shit. It's heavy. So, Amethyst connects you, like, spiritually. And it's supposed to help, like, connect to, like, your higher self and, like, just your spirituality in general. And, like, energy like that. And so, I leave all my Amethyst stuff on, like, my ashes of, like, my dog and my mom. Okay. And so, like, when I wear them, it's like I'm bringing them with me. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. I've been digging into that stuff, man. My mom kind of told me about all that shit, you know, and always had crystals around the house and shit. And See, I met, like, one shiny rock chick when I was, like, 18, and I was like, fuck that. So, you know, she asked me, what's your sign? And it was just over, you know yeah. what I mean? I was like, this is stupid. And then I was like, it's kind of not, though. It's kind of neat, you know what I mean? And, like, I have enough connection to be like, oh, what's your sign? And you tell me, and I'm like, oh, fuck you. I'm not going to talk to you. Like, I'm not like that. Dude, I kind of, like, kind of, though. Like, I, I kind of am. So? Like, I'll be that way a little to be honest, yeah, if someone tells me, like, uh, like, like I'm an Aries, yeah. so I'm a fucking asshole, generally, yeah. you know, and headstrong and shit, and it's super apparent, dude, like, right. and I think people are generally their sign. Can you guess what sign I am, if you know well enough? I'd guess a Gemini? Nope, you're so wrong. What is it? You're very far off. Um, all, like, my, uh... So I'm a Sag, Sagittarius. Oh, okay, that was my next guess, honestly. My rising is Sag, my moon is Leo, and then whatever that third middle one is, is also Sagittarius. Okay. So I'm just all fire, all Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah. All the time. So yeah. The shiny rock bitches used to call me Papa Sag, because apparently I'm just the definition of a Sagittarius. Right on. I don't on. know what that means. Yeah. I still don't, because I don't pay attention to that stuff. I pay much more attention to, like, the witchcraft and, like, the rocks, you know? sediments what kind of witchcraft are you into like um so just like positive energy and like okay. spells and stuff like that would so, you can you consider yourself like a wiccan i haven't done any spells but i definitely consider myself enough of like my knowing my own spiritual energy that i feel like with the right um a big thing that i believe with like magic and spirituality and from books that i've read is that you can incorporate magic in your life and like flow of energy down to just the routines you do sure and a big yeah. thing of like when we talk right you spell you, you know you spell words it's called spelling you know For a reason. Your words are magic your words yeah. are things and so like i flip you know i flip a cigarette in my pack you know what i mean and i used to flip 3 but like that was just i just didn't want to fucking do that i was like this is stupid it's too much effort you know what i mean so i flip one and it's i used to have three different assignments for each cigarette the first the first one i smoked out of the last three the second one the third and now i just like kind of verbally assign meaning to that last one it's like i only smoke this if i only smoke this if okay. you know what i mean yeah yeah and so it's like i used to do a, a good luck good fuck and just in case you know what i mean and so now it's just good luck most of the time because I haven't really had any bad situations recently. And I got enough bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a lucky cigarette. Yeah, so just lucky cigarette, you know what I mean? The first experience <clears throat> I had with it was uh, right after I left my ex, the first girl I like got with off of, like Tinder or whatever was just mad into spells and shit, right? And I didn't believe in any of that shit, right? Okay. And this was like four or five months ago. She made me a money spell. I got that money spell in my fucking truck. I keep that money spell. That money spell broke, and I still keep it with me. <laughs> because she gave me that money spell. I was living in my truck mm. five months ago, okay? 
And she gave me that money spell, and immediately things started getting better, like, financially. I got, like, a better job. I got, like, all this other stuff. And it was because I believed in it. Yeah, that's that's what it is. You're manifesting it. What was the crazy part was is that I was – I had gotten injured because I had, like, a big desk dropped on me, so I wasn't able to move and stuff like that. Like, okay. Like, my job moving. Not like yeah, I, yeah. I could move, but I couldn't, like, you know. And so I had to go back – can't move. <laughs> so I had to go back in the kitchen, and I found a really good kitchen job. That was, like, it was really slow. It was, yeah. like, $16 an hour, and it was, like, weekly pay, exactly what I needed. And um, I felt better. I finally, like, got better enough to go back to moving. And so I found a company, and I talked to the dude on the phone, which is my boss now, and I was able to get him to say he'd try to pay me $20 an hour, which is what I used to get paid. And um, I got there, right? We did the interview. It went amazing. And then I got in the car, and the next day my money spell broke. Mm-hmm. And since then, I've been ma- dude. I make like seven hundred, eight hundred dollars a week at that job, and all that money from that job is what funds like my businesses. And so it's like that job is like the lifeline to like literally everything else that I fucking do. Yeah, it's like insane. And uh, she said that, or I'm sorry, they. That was my fault. They said that um, it when it breaks, it means it's done its purpose. You know what I mean? And so I was like. But does it still work? And she was like, uh, or they were like, I'm sorry, they, I'm so bad with the pronoun stuff. They were like, um, I don't know, maybe. And I was like, okay, fuck it. And so I keep it. And they don't, they don't like, um, sometimes I just send them pictures like of it just to be like, I still have it. Yeah. You know, it's like fucking like five months now. And they were like, oh, no one ever keeps like jewelry I give them or anything like that. And I was like, this stays with me, on me, constantly, like always in the truck. Or I'll make my money. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. So. You got to put meaning into things like that, I think. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everything needs meaning. You yeah. Know what I mean, I'm a big, like, meaning in my tattoos <clears throat> guy. I don't think that every person needs to have meaning in their tattoos. I have a fuck you frog tattooed on my knee. Nice. The frog, this is fuck you. There's yeah. no meaning behind that. But it's like, I definitely feel like my biggest pieces, like this, you know, this, like, this have meaning. I'm glad you explained the the forehead one. That's, That's always the biggest yeah. one, you know what I mean? Because, like, my favorite thing to do is, like, when people are being, like, cocky about it. You know, people are, like, you know, throwing shade at it. Mm. You know, I'll be in public and they'll be like, oh, nice forehead tattoo. And I'll be like, it's a Pokemon. They'll be like, you put a Pokemon on your head? And I'll be like, yeah, I keep on Pokedex entry, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, my mom fucking, and they're like. I mean, I didn't know that either. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a big thing with it is, like, you know, you just drop, I can just drop heavy shit on that, like that on people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people aren't cool enough to do that. You know what I mean? Or, like, not, I guess not cool. That's totally the wrong word. Aren't, like, open enough with themselves. Yeah, they're not open that, enough. You know? And yeah. it's, like, what I realized was, like, everyone goes through shit. You know what I mean? It comes down to the point of just taking a second of, like, what really, like, so the base story of, like, what we got, got into it. I was living with my ex, right? And she went out to take the dog out. She came back inside and said there was this drunk dude on his patio, like, yelling at her, whistling at her on this shit. I'm mad. No, duh. I'm like, okay, you know, that's my girl, whatever. You're not going to do that. I walk out there. I start yelling at the dude. We start yelling. We start going back and forth. You want to fight? All this shit? Yeah, sure. I start walking back. He jumps over his thing. And the whole thing was he was drunk, blasting all this music really loud, you know, being a fucking dick, you know? And he gets up in my face, and we're yelling at each other, and he goes... I'm an army vet. I've been through so much recently. I don't, you don't know what I'm going through. Okay. And I stopped and I went, no, you're right. I don't. You want to talk about it? Literally just dropped all the anger and it just hit me. It just hit me. I was like, all I did was go off of what I knew and I didn't even know the whole situation. It was kind of something dumb to start shit over anyway. So I sat there and I went, what the, you want to talk about it? And he dropped it immediately. He went, 
I do want to talk about it. And we sat there in the middle of the parking lot for an hour, and he told me about how, like, his entire <clears throat> squadron or platoon, or I don't know the words for military stuff, but, like, got blown up. And he was he was supposed to go in their vehicle, and he was in the vehicle behind them all. Oh, uh, so he has survivor's guilt. watched it. Yeah. He was the only one. And then his, like, sister had died of, like, cancer recently. And that song that he was blasting over the thing was the same song they'd all listen to when they went on missions together oh. the same song that he would listen to with his sister all the time growing up yeah so i just tortured him and so it was a matter of like and he was like your your girl looked like my sister mm-hmm. and it was more of a sense i didn't really know how to deal with that you know what i mean I, and he was like i'm shit-faced right now <laughs> he was like i'm so drunk you know what i mean and so i went over the next day and i had an extra pair of like scarlet headphones and i went over there and i knocked on his door and i said I love you and I know what you're going through, but you're going to get a noise complaint and get your ass kicked out. You put these fucking headphones <laughs> on tonight, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and he gave me a hug and I never talked to him again. Shit, so you pr- you, you, sounds like you helped him out. Maybe. Yeah. It can be help or it can just be, you know, just a moment of kindness. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, a single thing, you never know. You know what I mean? A big thing is like with kids, right? Like I have my moving company. And, like, if I'm doing a job and it turns into, like, a two- or three-day thing, like, if I'm at, like, the thrift store or something, I see, like, a skateboard or I see, like, a really cheap, like, instrument, like, a $20, like, guitar or some shit, I'll buy it for the people's kid because you don't know, like, what you give a kid, for example, that they'll get into, you know? Like, I've given customers' kids, like, my old skateboards. I've given them, like, my old ukuleles, yeah. my old guitars. And it's, like, when you give a kid, it's the same premise, though. You, know, you give a kid something, you have no clue what they're going to do with it. And then that's the same point of, like, I give someone advice. I sit there and let someone talk to me for a second. But what if that dude had a fucking gun loaded in his house? He was about to kill himself when he got back inside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that sounded like the situation he was going to be in. Because I've been there before. You know what I mean? I've done that. Yeah, no, but and people don't usually go, hey, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. No one does. Especially they'd ra- as they'd men. rather meet you meet you back with the aggression. No, no alpha male should involved, especially as men. We don't sit here and ask each other what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, no one asks us, really, mm-hmm. what's going on. And, and even when it comes down to, like, if you have someone you love, and you trust to death. You can love a chick and trust him to death. And it's like it still takes years after that as a man to be, be able to trust a woman like that. Because there's so many other women that all of us have probably been with that you try to talk about it. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. You know? And it's mm-hmm. like they start talking to you about shit. Oh, what can I do to help? What can I do? Can I do this? Can I do that? You know, you want to talk about it. You want to make it better. And then, you know, it's like, it's like I talk to like. I still ain't talked to no one about my mama dying. My mama overdone. And you know, my mama tried to kill herself, has tried to kill herself four times in my life. Four different times? Four different times. How old, how old were you each time? I was uh, 14, 16, and 17. What? And I did CPR on her every time. What? How did she try to do it? Overdose. And what exactly was going on in y'all's life at the time? Because you ain't going to talk to nobody about it. I'll talk to you oh, about man. it. No, I, I'll talk to it about the podcast, man. I mean, shit. I, if you're up to it. No, I will. I mean, it's it's a big thing, man. It's with my mom. My mom. I love my mom. You know, she was great. But it of was, course. She had a lot of mental problems. And I got the shit beat out of me as a kid. Okay. Man, like, and I, you know, I'm autistic. I have Asperger's. Right on. I um, also have, like, a seizure disorder. And there were times that, you know, I'd be having a seizure. And a big thing is that my mom never accepted the fact that, like, I may have Asperger's or I may have a you know, seizure disorder in my family, still to this day will not accept the fact that I have Asperger's, even though I've, like, been told by, 
someone that I have Asperger's. Yeah. You know what I mean? By like a, a specialist, a psychiatrist, you know? <coughs> Recently, again, too, because I was okay. in the mental hospital. And it was something they just never accepted in my life. They just told me no. You know what I mean? I got told by my grandma that one of my counselors in school may have told her that I may have Asperger's and I should get checked, and she just told them no. No. So just a lot of neglect, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say neglect, though, in that sense, because it's more of a sense of, like, my whole family was just going through so much shit, and I'm a smart motherfucker. I got a big brain on my shoulders, you know, and it's a matter of, like, the type of Asperger's I had was the type of Asperger's where it was, like, put you in special ed classes, do all this stuff. Okay. And I didn't need it. And you know what? Looking back, I'm not mad. Looking back, I, I have a lot of grit. I can, I just do shit, I get shit done, and I don't make excuses for myself, because that's how I was raised. Yeah, man, I, I kind of, like, not to, just a kind of similar story on here, I had a really half-assed mom in parenthood, too, man, and it does make you have a little more grit and yeah. more self-sufficient, you know, yeah. you can rely on yourself. So it's a little bit, it's, it's a lot more of, like, I was definitely weak as a person. I'd go, and I just kind of went through the motions. And I feel like you find your strength as a person once you figure out, like, you're allowed to have strength. At least that's how it was for me. Mm. I didn't know I was – I grew up not knowing I was allowed to be proud of myself. You know, I never knew it was okay to, like, be the one that tells yourself you're doing good. That's a big deal. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's like once you fi- once I figured out that it was, like, okay for me to, like, do things by myself and, like, tell myself I was doing a good job – Motherfucker, I'm unstoppable now. I dude, I think, I think I still struggle with that because I'm never really satisfied with shit I do. You know, I'm always dude, just... Dude, I literally, I'm the same way. Like, you know, I have so much big shit coming right now. In November, I'm opening for, like, my favorite artist. I'm, like, you know, like, crazy shit. My manager's saying he's going to put, like, mad money into this other track we're dropping. And he thinks he can, like, chart and shit. And, like, I have so much shit. And, like, I'm sitting here right now, and I go to work. And I'm like, I'm not happy with this. Yeah. What am I doing? You know, I forget frustrated with myself. But it's like sometimes it's like even if you don't have anything. You well, know? you know, depression is when your body is just up is over being the character you're yeah. playing. Yeah. And whatever role you're playing, and it's just your body reacting to it and saying, fuck this. Yeah. And it's a big thing of just like, what, so I was talking to my friend the other day, and he said, they said that you fight with your depression, and that's like a lot, you know, and it's like that's, you know, you deal with it. And I don't like saying fighting. Because it's a sense of, like, your depression is you. you know yeah. I mean? You can't be fighting yourself yeah. constantly. And you're never going to beat depression if you're fighting yourself constantly. Because mm-hmm. when you say fighting, you know, like like I said before, what you say manifests anything. You're, what, I, what I used to tell kids when I taught martial arts, they'd sit there and they'd be like, I can't do this kick. They'd sit there for 30 minutes and try to do one kick, and they'd be like, I can't do this kick, I can't do this kick. And I'd sit them down and I'd say, your brain is a supercomputer, and the things that you say out loud are your programming. Sit here right now and tell me you can do that kick. And they went, I can do the kick. I went, tell me you can do the kick and mean it. You know yeah. what I mean? They said, I can do the kick. I said, say it again. <clears throat> I can do the kick. They start screaming it. They do it. First try. Yeah. After that, immediately. They can do it. They can do it. You And that's the same thing with the depression stuff. You know what I mean? If you sit here and you say, I'm fighting my depression. I'm fighting my depression. I'm fighting my depression. Every day is going to be a war. I view my depression as that. I view my depression as like a pet. I do. I view my depression as like a monster, a thing that I have to take care of. You know, an animal that lives inside of me that I have to, you know, I have to water it, I have to feed it, I have to yeah. go on walks type of shit. And I feel you, dude. You think you'll ever get over that? I, you know, I could go and get medication, and I could go to therapy, and it would probably help, but that wouldn't be me. Yeah. You know, because I got really low, like, recently. I, like, I like cut myself... Like, really bad. Okay. You know, like, all the way down to the tendon. That's deep. I can see that shit. Yeah. With a butter knife. I did that before. 
and that's the lowest I've ever been in my life, like ever. And it was like I had just um, a whole thing happened. If y'all know the lyrics to that song "Null" that I have, um, it's about that chick, and basically this chick came into my life, and I was really, really vulnerable. Um, and I met her, and she got me doing coke, and then just like I didn't stop doing coke for like three weeks straight. Yeah, that'll happen. Well, like, this chick just traumatized the shit out of me. Like, was telling me, like, so, like, like I said, I was injured, right? And she was like, go get this other job, and I'll take care of you if you need any extra money. And she didn't even have a job, but she told me she worked all these places, she made all this money, and I was coked out of my mind, so I didn't know what to fucking think. I had ne- never done a hard drug in my life before this. Yeah. Never done anything besides weed and shrooms. And, like, a tab of acid. You know what I mean? Nothing. And so it was all this shit, like... And then I finally got her out of my house. Like, I woke up for a second, and all of a sudden, we were dating. I didn't even know that. And she had, like, moved her dog into my house, and her dog, like, bit me in the face twice. Jeez. Like, all this wild shit. And so, you know, I get her out, and that's the first time I haven't done coke in about three weeks. And I don't know if you've done coke. I don't know if, you know, whatever. But when you come down after that much coke for the first time, you are sad. You are sad. Yeah, you fucked all your Holy hormones fuck, up. fuck, you are sad. Yeah. And you know what I found out at the peak of that drop? Mm. That my best friend, the girl that I lost my virginity to, killed herself. Oh, goddamn. And it was the same thing with my mom. I had done CPR on that woman from suicide attempts. I had watched that girl cut herself and try to kill herself since eighth grade. And I found that out coming down off a cook. And that's what happened with the first one. And then I went to the mental hospital, um, all that stuff, and I got out, and I was good. And I was, you know, and a couple weeks ago going by, and I got back up, and I was driving my truck, and the ball bearing broke, and my wheel went entirely like this, whole truck fucked up, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I get back, and, you know, I have money. I don't fucking care. You know, I fix it. Um, I get my friend to come fix it, but... I called my mom just because I was going through stuff. And this is just an example of, like, how just mentally not okay my mom was. And it was some days it was like my mom was an amazing person. Some days she was the best person you ever meet. And some days she was just the most evil, just evil human being. And I called her because I was just low. And all she did for four hours straight was just tell me how bad of a person I was. Yeah, exactly what you didn't want to hear. And you know what? I sat there with her. And she's like, you did this to me. You caused me just telling me all these ways I fucked up her life, all this shit. And I said... And I said this so many times. I said, can you just tell me you love me? I was crying, dude. I was like, can you just tell me you care about me? Because I didn't have anyone, dude, at this point. You know, like, I just left my ex. My best friend just killed herself. I just got out of the mental hospital. All the people that were around me were that, like, coke bitches chicks. So all them ain't there no more. No. I don't know a single fucking person. I cut off all the hoes I had. Cause, you know, we were dating and I was on coke. I don't fucking remember even doing that, you know. And so I'm alone. And she just can't do it. She just sit there going in, going in. I hang up. She calls me back. I hang up. She calls me back. And, dude, I'm screaming, crying. I'm autistic, bro. I'm having a full meltdown, crying on my floor, having seizures and shit. And I get back up, and she finally leaves me alone, like, four hours later. And I, <laughs> I call my fucking, you know, family and my grandpa and my grandparents. You know, I love them to death. They're amazing people. But, you know, they don't understand the mental health stuff. Right. They never have. And I tell my grandpa, I say, I really feel like I'm going to hurt myself. And his response was, you got to do what you got to do. He's, he's from a different generation, yeah, you know man. I mean, and it's like, I, I, so, but in that state of mind, I got off the phone and <clears throat> I had a butter knife on my arm and I didn't, I put all, I put all I had into that hoe and I didn't think it was going to do anything. On the low, I thought it was a butter knife and I, and I was on the phone with him still. You know, a lot of, fu- a lot of fucking suicides end up being not very intentional. Yeah. 
And you know what? That chick that I was telling you about, she had a... This is how fucked up that chick is. She had a boyfriend in high school that killed himself on accident that same way, right? She was in the mental hospital. I sat in that room with me when I was in the mental hospital. I still don't even remember why she was in So there. let me ask you this. What, what, what gets Donnie out of this? What, what get- music? I'm already out of it. Oh, I'm 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 good now. I'm out of it. Though depression. You're you're a few it. you're a few months out, man. I, I think that's a long journey you got. You well, you so, think you're really out of it? Yeah. Because what happened was is that I'll tell you this. I was with my ex and I had the life. I'll tell you what. I had the life. I was married. I had three dogs. I'm sorry, three cats, two dogs, whole house, all this shit. But she just didn't care, you know. It's like she was she hit me. Shit like that. She didn't care about shit that I was doing. Um, and so I left her. And you know what? When I left her, I knew. I said to myself, I just going to get low. When I left her, I said, I'm going to drop rock bottom so fast. How'd you know that? I don't know. <laughs> I just knew, man. You just didn't trust in yourself or what? It wasn't that. It was just, dude, I was going from being married and, like, sharing my life with someone. Yeah, yeah. To be, like, financially, like, by myself with three dogs yeah. you know what i mean i was like this is gonna get rough you for know sure what I mean? no pun and intended that's what it did. you know what i mean and i was getting better but i didn't see that fucking coke bitch coming out left field yeah you know what i mean and then she did and i didn't expect that to come because right when i was getting better from all that shit is when she came around and fucked that shit up but i genuinely think that like i survived some shit i've been through some shit and you know what? I'm confident enough now with myself in general that I don't put myself in those situations anymore. That's what it's all about, dude, is, is keeping yourself out of those situations. I watched a comedian that said he watched an episode of, like, one of those shows where they have autistic people date. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the, the dude said, the girl said, what's your favorite things? And he said, Batman, chocolate milk, and, like, something else. And he said, do you like my favorite things? And the girl said, no. And she told him his favorite thing. She said, you like my stuff? She, he said, no. And they got up and they left. You know what? And that's how I live my life. Dude, brutally honest. You know what I mean? That's and how you have like, to be. If I, I hurt it, your feelings, you're, if, I, if I say something, and because the thing is, <clears throat> you're not an asshole if you're just being straight up. I agree. If, if, if I have to be 100% honest with someone, this is the exact tone I use because it's like, it's straightforward. If you perceive this as me being mad, it's because... You know I'm like telling I'm either talking about what you're doing to me, and you know it's right, or you're just wrong. Did I feel or you? You're already yeah. pissed off. I feel you 100. percent They're projecting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's the whole situation <clears throat> just straight up. Like for example, right? I'm a mover and I'm working with this dude that's just a dick. Yeah. And he's being a dick all day, and we get in the truck, and I just looked at him and I said, "You want to fight?" Yeah, what's your deal? Because he was like motherfucker, bitch, like in front of the customer, all this shit. Mm. And I looked at him, I was like. So do you like want to fight? And he got all heated. He was like, ah, la, la. yeah, but I'll kick your ass and shit. I was like, okay, well, listen, I've, I have a second degree black belt. I'm going to print out a waiver and we're going to sign this waiver and we can fight and I'll kick your fucking ass. Right. And he was like, I'll sign it for money and all this shit. And I was like, no, because it's not about money. It's about the fact that you want to fight me. You are demonstrating the fact that you want to fight me and I will kick your ass if you don't stop talking shit. So you can either sign this waiver, we can fight and I can kick your ass or you can just stop being a bitch. Yeah. And he was like, I'll still beat your ass and do the rest of the day. Just taper down. He was quiet. And the next day, didn't say anything. <laughs> didn't say a single fucking thing to me. That's usually how it goes, though. If you just, you call those people out on their bullshit, they'll shut the fuck up usually. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Because no one really wants confrontation. You know fuck yeah. I mean? And a big thing that I've learned is that no one intentionally pisses you off. Nine it, times out of ten, <laughs> no one. Unless, unless, unless they a bitch. You know what I mean? For example, 
I don't know, like, prime example, motherfuckers that get DoorDash and their DoorDash is late and they get mad at the people that work there. Yeah. That's no one, none of y'all's fault. Stop being a bitch. Dude, I heard, I heard a good quote the other day. Or I've been tr- kind of trying to keep it in mind. If you meet three assholes in a day, one of them was probably you. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. The big thing I always say is, like, if, 90, if there's a line of 100 people and 99 of them slap you in the face and there's no sign that says, stand here to get slapped in the face, that don't mean that last person is going to slap you in the face. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's the same premise. It's like you don't, you just can't assume that everyone's a dick. You can't assume that everyone has the intentions that you would if you were them. At yeah. The moment, you know. No, you're right. So. so we got way off of hitter shit. Back, back to hitter shit. Okay, here we go. I forgot what we were. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> no, I kind of did too. Uh, Delta eight THC. Oh my god, it makes my brain feel like TV static. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a good high, but if like I was looking through a fog the whole time, mm-hmm. like if the high was like. On like the wrong TV channel, or like you have. I feel that, yeah. Like, or like if you like, you know, like when your headphones are broken and you have the wired headphones and you have to like wrap around. Yeah, trying to trying to find the thing. Like that version. Yeah. It's like that's what it like. I feel that. One of your headphones works. Yeah, yeah. Like it works. For, dude, it's always like for like 15 minutes, then it goes away for me. Well, see, for me, we used to like get those carts when they came out, and they were like way too strong. Yeah. When they first came out, and I'd be driving around that box truck. That shit would make my eyes sensitive, bro. I'd be sitting here not even being able to drive. I'd be driving like this. That shit made my eyes too sensitive. I'd be so high. I swear to God, I just felt like TV static. Though. That's weird. Like, well, weed automatically messes with your ocular pressure and makes like the pressure I've different. I've never had that problem. That's weird. Ever. All right, so Delta 8 hitter shit. 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 All right, how about Christmas sweaters? Hit. Yeah. I got a Mr. Hanky Christmas sweater that like sings the Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh song. Cause like my mom's maiden name is Hanky. And so my mom was a teacher and my grandpa was a teacher. So my okay. mom was Mr. Hanky. So the whole no joke, way. The whole joke in my family is the Mr. Hanky shit. So all of us have the same like uh, Mr. Hanky Christmas sweater. And my grandparents have like a framed picture of like the fucking shits from South Park. No way. The family picture. Like the fucking house. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Hanky. Oh, yeah. Christmas sweater's bang. All right. All right. That's awesome. That's a big hit. So how about a uh, Planet Fitness hit or shit? Oh, hit! I go to Planet Fitness every day. There you go. I go to Planet Fitness every day, and I'm the weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the weirdo that ain't got no clue what I'm doing. My my level of weightlifting knowledge is high school uh, weightlifting. Dude, I'm right there like with you. Wrestling, but like wrestling off season, so not even like really weight training. You yeah. Know what I mean? And like that's what I, I still do the same shit I was doing at the gym in high school at mm-hmm. the gym now. That's what it I'd works, be doing. Though. Yeah. You know, so. <clears throat> All right, so that's a hit. Uh, for last one on hitter shit, since you're not from Texas, Texas, hitter shit. You want another deep one? You ready? If if I didn't have so many people fucking kill themselves in Texas, I'd love it here. I can understand that. So it's just got a dark cloud on it. In high school, killed themselves. You know, it's like my mom killed herself, my best friend killed herself, my dog died, my dog's died. You should write a country song, dude. I'm just, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I drive a Chevy Silverado and I'm smoking Lucky Strike Reds and that's it. You know what? I found a country beat and I recorded that over it at like two o'clock in the morning. Hell yeah. And I put it away and I never pulled it back out. <laughs> dude, pull it back out. Lucky well, Strikes. This dude, uh, XXX Anonymous, have a song called Jumanji. I've been in talks with him, man. Oh, I'm in, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have him come on too. Oh, he's my buddy. Yeah, he's yeah. My buddy. You know what? I um, I, I've been having like. Bad neck problems, right? And the reason is because we did a show together. Yeah. I fuck with his music, man. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a fucking amazing.
amazing guy. He's a uh, he's uh, one of my employees too. Oh okay, hell yeah. He works occasionally, he like does moves with me. Cool man, so tell him I'm yeah. tell him I'm interested. Oh, I'm definitely will. Hell yeah. He's a cool kid, fucking um, but no, we uh we made that song and we were performing and he was performing after we'd already performed it, and my hat fell in the pool. Yeah. And so I got to do a front flip in the pool. <coughs> and I remembered I had just done a front flip, and this lady said no front flips in the pool. Now, I'm a six-pack of Dos Equis and three shots of tequila deep. And so I'm on the side of this pool like this. Going, oh, yeah, I can't do a front flip. Mm-hmm. And then I go, oh, wait, I can't go back, though. So I fall directly on top of my head into, like, this three-foot pool. Fuck. And, and then I get out of the pool, bro, and everyone's looking at me. X is like, and I go, and everyone, he just keeps going. Like, the music don't stop or nothing, but he, you know, he just keeps going. But everyone for a second was looking at me like I fucking died. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure they were. I, uh, I fell off, and I had fallen off my one wheel, like, <clears throat> a week before that at, like, 20 miles an hour and got, like, five staples in my head. Fuck yeah. I still got staples in my head right now. Nice. Yeah, I got, because I'm not going to go back and get them taken out because that's pussy shit. I got three in my head right now. Goddamn. Yeah. All right, so I got one, one big final question for you, man. As you go through your life, how are you experiencing time? Are you worried about it at all? Is it relevant to you? Do you pay attention to it? I think your time will pass when it's supposed to, and that's it. Elaborate on that. What do you mean? I think when you die, you're dead. And I don't mean it in a sense of, like, everything's over, but I feel like you'll die when it's your time. Right. I feel like everyone has their time, and so don't worry about it. So you just generally don't worry about I don't think about it. I think about every day is the same day. Time is a, an illusion to me. I don't, I don't perceive it at all. Yeah. It gives me anxiety. I don't care. You know, I'm not. You, you only have to care about time until you turn 21 and you can drink alcohol. After that, it does not matter. Am I wrong? I mean, you, am I wrong? It doesn't I, matter what age you are until you. Once you turn, alcohol. once you turn an adult, I guess. You know, like once yeah. you turn 21, it don't matter how old you are. Anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now. Don't, <clears throat> If you, <laughs> if it's like a relationship thing, consenting adults, you know what I mean? Like, well, of course, like, but uh, like, you know, it matters what fucking age you are, and also yet, you know, I think like seventy-year-olds with like twenty-year-olds is predator, like dog. I don't mean it like that though. You know what I mean? I mean it in the sense of like, you're not rushing for anything anymore, and the only time you should ever be worried about time is if you got something to look forward to. You know? Yeah. It's a good you answer. Don't worry about it. You know, you sit in, if you ever sit around and you're like, oh, I'm so bored, so <clears> I'm so slow, enjoy it. You sit there and you revel in that because there's going to be a time later this week that you wish you were sitting there. Bored out your mind. You know what I yeah. mean? You ever been at work and you, like, two days before that you were off and you weren't doing shit that day and you were like, bro, I wish I could do something. Yeah. You know, and then you at work and you're like, bro, I wish I wasn't fucking doing yeah, anything. That's you know how it is, I mean? right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. You know, if you're not doing anything, enjoy it. Enjoy it. And, like, you have to, like, especially, like, I got bad depression. I have to enjoy every last fucking thing I do. Yeah, dude. You have to sit there and, like, the way I explain it to people with the depression thing is that our, most people with their emotions, have, they have an automatic car. It shifts when it needs to. You know, it does what it needs to. But when you have depression, you got a fucking stick shift. You know, you got to remind yourself it's okay to smile. Dude, I feel you. You, know? yeah. you got to remind yourself it's okay. Someone will, like, show me puppies and I'll be like, Oh, wait, puppies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, wait, I could, I'm allowed to, like, like puppies. Wait a second. Yeah, you know dude. What I mean? But, no. You know? Dude, I appreciate you being so honest on this shit. Like, oh, dude, that's yeah. the whole brand. Yeah. No, my Instagram bio is uh, everybody goes through shit, but y'all don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I just want to talk about my shit, though. You know? Fuck yeah. It needs to be talked about, man. I think more people go through this shit than they're aware of. You know? It's 
like I can't tell you how many people just hide scars under their shirts. Like, mm-hmm. just quite literally. You know? Literally. Like, my best friend that died, she had a scar just like this across her neck. She tried to slit her own throat. You know, and she just wear hella necklaces to cover that up. And there's, you know, people got scars. Well, dude, I, I hope you keep fucking pushing. I hope you keep I hope pushing. you, uh, I, I'm excited for your success coming I'm up, dude. for your success coming up. And all your fucking management deal and shit. And <laughs> I'm serious, dude. No, I'm serious, I'll, too. I'll, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> you know, like the Uno reverse kind? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Hell yeah, dude. Stuff, you want me to play some ukulele for you? If you want to play us out, that would be awesome, dude. There you go. That's why I brought it. So, I have this song called Medication, right? Um, I wrote this song like three years ago, and I just, I've been writing this song for, you know, like three years, and I just finished it a couple months ago. Okay, cool. I'm not going to do the screamy part because you have neighbors, so we're just going to get real pretty with it. Go ahead, man. Don't give a fuck about my fucking self Myself, myself Myself, myself I need my medication If you're not here to help me You're here to do harm if there was an in-between whatever would that mean i'm six cuts deep inside my wrist and i can't fucking sleep i've been thinking about all the people that i've heard i'm worthless inside my skin my body's in the day i would sell day cheap Cause nobody wants me I'm a husk of who I used to be Before you used up all of me Of me Yeah Of me Of me
Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. 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 It's called Medication. That's going to be out next drop. So, yeah. no, 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 not next drop. So, the next drop, the first one is Fuck God, Fuck a Job, and Fuck You. The one after that is Periwinkle Kaleidoscope. And then after that, it's this one. Hell yeah. So, hell yeah. Guys. Thanks for listening. That's the first time we've done it on a live stream. That was fucking awesome, man. I really appreciate it. Hell yeah. Y- y'all check out Sad Breed on everything. Thank you guys. This for has been an awesome here. episode, man. Thank you for being oh, open yeah. to book. Thank you for uh, having me and stuff and letting me be a weirdo online. Oh, dude, it's been a pleasure. Internet. I appreciate it. Can you it. give me like a ow it ow Can you guys give me an ow it ow Can you do an ow it ow it Just like one. Just like a ow ow You can sing. Come on. Come say ow it ow it She's being sad. Okay. Hey, y'all be you. We're going to be us. What's up with that? Y'all take it easy. Oh, yeah. Bye, guys. Hey. If you'd like to see raw, unedited live episodes, follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash what's up with that. To watch full episodes of what's up with that, subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash what's up with that. <laughs>